0: Honor, courage, and commitment for the CCDE. This is the ZigBits Network Design Podcast, where zigabytes are faster than gigabytes. We strive to provide real world context around technology. As always, I am Zig, your host. You can follow us on Twitter at ZigBits and on our website at zigbits.tech. Today's show is about honor courage, and commitment in regards to the Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification. Honor, courage, and commitment are core values in my life, which were instilled in me at a very, very young age. These are also the Marine Corps core values. We are going to start out today's show by discussing what these core values mean to me, and then we will jump into the CCDE practical cancellation and all of the information surrounding it. Strap in, folks. Let's get started. What does honor, courage, and commitment really mean? I'm going to read off a modified definition of honor, courage, and commitment from the Marine Corps. Honor is the bedrock of our character. It is the quality that empowers us to exemplify the ultimate in ethical and moral behavior, to never lie, steal, or cheat, to abide by an an uncompromising code of integrity to respect human dignity and to have respect and concern for each other. It represents the maturity, dedication, trust, and dependability that commits us to act responsibly, be accountable for our actions, fulfill our obligations, and hold others accountable for their actions. Courage is the mental, moral, and physical strength ingrained in our beings that sees us through the challenges of our lives and the mastery of our fears, and to do what is right, to adhere to a higher standard of personal conduct, to lead by example, and to make tough decisions under stress and pressure. It is the inner strength that enables a person to take that extra step. Commitment is the spirit of determination and dedication that leads to professionalism. It promotes the highest order of discipline and is the ingredient that instills dedication to maintain all of our obligations 24 hours a day, our pride, concern for others, and an unrelenting determination to achieve a standard of excellence in every endeavor. Throughout today's show, I will be referencing these core values as they play a pivotal role in understanding the perspectives of the events we will be talking about. By the time this episode is released, I'm sure the general community would or should have already heard about the recent CCDE practical cancellation that occurred at the beginning of May, about a week before the actual May 11th exam date, the Cancellation was specifically for the May 11th exam date and CCDE candidates were welcomed and encouraged to schedule for the next date, which is August 29th, 2017. I will post the CCD practical exam dates in the show notes of this episode, which can be found at zigbits.tech slash ccde cancellation. During the initial couple of days of the announcement coming out to the CCDE candidates that were taking the exam on May 11th. There really wasn't a lot of general information given to the to the mass populace of what the status was and what what would what was going to happen because of this. Um, over the course of a couple of weeks after this, there have been a few other posts on social media from Uh, Brent Morris, a Security Enforcement Project Manager at Cisco, uh, kind of detailing the situation from a uh, Cisco perspective. Uh, I will post the screenshots of these messages from Brent in the show notes of this episode. I also have an official email message from Brent that I will read verbatim now. It appears that due to irregularities found on the delivery of the CCDE Practical exam, Cisco has made the appropriate adjustments. The adjustments are required and have resulted in rescheduling the exam to August 29, 2017. The adjustments will also result in a better testing experience for the customer. Cisco did not make this decision lightly and we apologize for any inconvenience. However, this administration uh, on August 29th will be the same blueprint used from the previous CCDE practical administrations. All the, information curr- all the information currently provided in Cisco's authorized training material for the CCDE practical will provide you with the knowledge needed to pass the August 29th attempt. Unfortunately, Cisco will not be able to provide any compensation towards your non-refundable travel expenses. We truly understand the inconvenience of this reschedule, but it is for the greater good for the CCDE certification and the test-taking experience for the customer. Cisco will not be able to provide any additional details on the reason why the May 11th attempt was rescheduled. Good luck on your CCDE practical exam attempt in August 29th and let me know if you have any additional questions. As I'm sure the majority of the community can tell, this is a very legal wording couple paragraphs um, that, that really depict the situation. If you really kind of read under the hood, they're not giving a lot of details on the situation at hand. They're trying to give just enough information for the CCD candidates to know at a high level what's going on, but not really give them any further on details to be able to intuitively understand what, is happening in the background. And I should say that I don't fault Cisco for this. This is a, a perfect response in the situation given, in my opinion. And we can dive into that uh, in the in a little bit when we get into the perspectives of the cancellation from the different perspectives with Cisco and so forth. So let, let's keep going. Um, a few days after all of this occurred, I did find out that if you so when you take the CCDE practical exam there's there's a CCD qualification exam that you have to pass first and you need to have the CCD qualification exam for a specific period of time so that you can actually take the CCDE practical exam. It's almost like a CCI written is the kind of gatekeeper to go take the CCIE lab. It's the same concept for the CCDE. There's a qualification exam, qualification exam, the written, I used air quotes, and then there's the CCDE practical exam which is the lab. And again, I used air quotes. Um, so here, a lot of people that were scheduled for May 11th for the CCDE practical might have also had their CCD qualification exam expiring after the May 11th date. So they were trying to get in for the May 11th date to take the exam. They were able to take the exam, but with the cancellation, now their CCDE qualification exam is going to expire before the August 29th, 2017 exam date. So I found out a couple days after the cancellation, that if you were scheduled to take the CCDE practical exam on, sorry, practical exam on May 11th, Cisco is allowing you to schedule for the August 29th exam date without having to renew your CCDE qualification exam. Now, if anyone was unaware of this or was aware and hasn't gone through the process of doing this, yes, uh, doing this yet, I highly recommend doing so. You will. The process is as follows. You will need to send an email to Brent Morris. His email address is b-r-e-n-m-o-r-r at cisco.com. And you also need to open a support case with the certification and communities online support. I will put the link to this certification and communities online support page in the show notes of this episode, which can be found at zigbits.tech ccde cancellation. Reminder, you had to have been scheduled for the CCDE practical exam on May 11th, 2017 for this to be an option for you. So let's get into the, the further on meat of, of this kind of of this episode here. Why was the CCDE Practical canceled? That is the question that should be on everyone's mind. Uh, It's been on social media. Everyone's been asking it. And Cisco hasn't really come out and said anything. So before I give you my opinion and my perspective on it, I have to preface all of this. So of course, I should preface this with the fact that Cisco has not officially stated any of these details on record. And I personally do not believe they will. Uh, But I can get into that details in a little bit when we get into the legal aspect. So this community that I love is generally not stupid. We are a group of highly technical and highly intelligent people. We all can put one and one together to figure this out, especially with the amount of evidence out there with the slander campaigns and the public bashing going on between the different blog forums and social media sites. So in summary, there was... There is or there was a company that is allegedly selling the CCDE practical exam scenarios, also known in our world as an exam dump, in a boot camp style training environment. This company was supposedly guaranteeing their students a 100% possibility of passing the CCDE practical exam with this training program. I did training in quotes, by the way, in uh, air quotes. I'm not going to name this training uh, company here. I do not believe uh, that is uh, a right or, or a professional manner to name them. Um, I'm sure you can easily find find the company if you did some simple google foo if you are so inclined, but it's just not something that I'm, I'm going to go into. There's no naming here. Um, so from what I can see, what I have seen over the last few weeks on social media, um, on you know, Cisco Learning Network on blog forums, uh, a number of different sites over the last few weeks that this company and their students, this companies and their students own downfall is their marketing photos, their own marketing photos, taking pictures of all their students as they pass the exam and posting them on social media. And while I think this is great for a marketing for a marketing strategy and, and really marketing your success in your training, it is not very smart for your business plan. It's if it's based on stolen material. Again, this is allegedly stolen material. Early last week, and this is p- gonna probably post um, on uh, around May 26th, uh, 2017. So this would have been around May 15th, 2017, a couple of days after the May 11th exam date. Um, I was away. I was up in at, at a conference um, for my day job in, in Chicago, and I had the inclination to just do some research with um, this company's passing students, the students that passed the CCDE practical exam in the past, um, and really kind of see what was going on under the hood of both what you know what's going on with Cisco, what's going on with these students as the the social media world has blown up over the last few weeks because of all this happening. So I went to the Cisco CCIE and CCD verification tool to check on any of these students um, on their status. And if you go to the tool, um, unless it's changed in the last 24 hours, you will find that these students, the majority of them, they no longer have an active CCDE. Um, so this, this shows you something's going on in the background. From what I can see, it looks like Cisco has revoked their CCDs. I'll say that again. So what I can see, and that's my opinion, it looks like Cisco has revoked their CCDs. Uh, Once again, none of this is official, just my personal speculation from looking at the Cisco CCIE CCD verification tool. Um, And for easy... Access. I will post a direct link to the Cisco CCIE and CCD verification tool in the show notes of this episode. So that's enough of what we're going to talk about from a cancelization and the, you know, the boot camp um, company allegedly doing this or allegedly doing that. As speculation. Let's go into a little bit more detail on the, the different perspectives to think from when um, a expert level exam date is is really canceled so we're going to think about it from the ccd candidates perspective someone that has been working tirelessly for months maybe years even Um, some people study for years before they take the exam Um, some people are studying ongoing because um, if you're not familiar with the ccd practical exam um, you can't test it whenever you want there's only a certain number of testing dates throughout the calendar year unlike its sister exam the ccie's where you can almost Always test any time you want based on availability. So if I wanted to test the CCIE Security exam and I thought I was ready and I wanted to go test it next month, I could probably go find a testing center within the U.S. and, and um, schedule the exam and go down and test it. Now the CCD practical is very different. They Uh, Years for the years past, there's really been only four testing dates throughout the calendar year. This year actually had five until the cancellation of the May 11th date. So as you can see, there's not a lot of opportunities to take the CCDE practical exam. So to have it canceled, um, obviously, could could kind of rile things up a little bit. So because of the background of the CCDE exam and the the kind of um, demand on those exam dates, I'm sure we can only imagine how this must have felt to, the, to receive the cancellation email from both Pearson VUE and Cisco just a couple of days before the exam. Um, if you've gone through this exam, and if you haven't, I can kind of give you some example, but in, in my experience or my my history in, from doing this, um, you're ramping up, and you're ramping up months in advance, um, and you're getting ready for the exam date, and then about, Maybe two days, maybe two to three days before the exam date, you're trying to relax your mind, you know, really bring yourself back out of the studying umbrella and then go get ready for the exam from a a, a mental health perspective but before those three days you're you're you are in that that mode you are working your your butt off studying reading uh reading comprehension highlighting skills speed reading note taking um timing um endurance marathon training i mean it's it's an endurance test so you can i'm hoping i'm putting this in a good a good picture painting this appropriately that this is the, the things that have to go through your head. And then to get an email from Pearson view and Cisco and or Cisco saying that the exam is canceled. Oh, that's gotta be like a punch in the gut. I mean, that's gotta be one of the worst feelings ever. And I can only imagine having it not happen to me, but having it happen to some of my, my colleagues and some of my friends. Um, I feel for them. It really, um, It's definitely not easy, right? So not only was the exam canceled, though, you know there's that to deal with no information was given uh, which could only frustrate you more i mean i could only imagine as a ccd candidate at that time not to be given this information and it's just going to frustrate you even more um now it is my understanding that the ccd exam fee itself was refunded um to these ccd ccd candidates but any personal expenses such as airfare hotel stay and rental cars were not refunded so there's another level of anger that that you can only imagine here and i'll get into like all the emotions that are going to be Running through the CCD candidate at this time, but um, you know here we're gonna refund your the practical expense itself, but we're not gonna refund any personal expenses, right? Um, and and you know we'll get into the details of that. I mean, I don't necessarily think that's a bad or a good idea. I think that that is a business decision. Let's let's leave it at that. Okay, so what were the initial feelings for the CCD candidate? And I've already kind of started that discussion with us today, right? So what were those initial feelings? Um, And I, you know, you guys can put comments on the blog post and on Twitter or whatever. So my, my kind of thought process here is that it's a ball of emotions. We're talking just a mashup of emotions all at once all in your mind we're talking about a very 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 stressful situation to begin with without even thinking of it being canceled um and then we add this cancellation to the mix which obviously most definitely adds anger rage frustration sadness um and then not having any of the information to back it up, really um, an unknown factor. Like, well, I, you know, I've spent the last six months, twelve months, eighteen months, twenty-four months studying for this exam, um, and now it's canceled, and I don't know what to do. Right? Um, I could even see some CCD candidates becoming so frustrated by this event that they just stop pursuing the CCD certification altogether, and that personally makes me sad. I mean, that that this is. I mean, some of the people that are out there that, that know who I am, and and um, and you hopefully by listening will know me further. Um, I'm really big um, believer in the CCDE program and the CCD certification, and, and maybe not just the certification, but really the journey towards it, um, and the mind changes that happen, your thought process changes that happen because of it. And um, for someone to to really get to the point where this event makes them stop this journey for them, it it, it makes me kind of sad because, um, you know, I think the evolution within someone's mind on how they think about networking and and design is going to change this process and not letting them have that opportunity and that, that reflection and that, um, that benefit in their career is just a little sad. So, but I do believe that this small percentage there is a small percentage of, um, sorry, I believe this could be a small percentage of the overall population. It's not going to be every CCD candidate. I do think that a lot of CCD candidates will also overcome these initial feelings, um, you know, and it will be however they cope with things. Some will overcome it within, you know, the minute it happens, the, I can't control it. Let me move on. Some people might take a few days. Some people might take a few weeks. Some people might, might even take a couple months. They might wake six, six months before they start back up, um, that's, just, that's that's how they kind of deal with their initial feelings, right? Um, one of the questions that, that would pop up in my mind is, why won't Cisco give us information, right? Why won't Cisco give us more information is probably one of the first questions I would ask in this situation. So let's take a step back to think about this entire situation from a Cisco's perspective. Um, and, and, you know, I read the legal verbiage that Brent has sent out um, to everyone, and that's the approved legal verbiage that's getting sent out with a high level, this is what's going on, low level, no detail, right? Um, And realistically, what you have to think, you have to take a step back, you have to let your emotions go away for a minute, and really think about this from a lawsuit perspective or a legal perspective, and you keep that in mind. Because if Cisco was going through any type of legal action, um, there most likely are a number of regulations and guidelines and um, rules that they have to follow to protect themselves, and, and the possibility of divulging any information could potentially hurt the process, hurt the lawsuit, legal ramifications, so on and so forth. I'm not a lawyer, but you can only imagine what they have to go through in this process. So when, when we bring legal into the discussion or a lawsuit into the discussion, I think the community can understand why Cisco can't really explain anything in detail here. Um, They got to They better be safe than sorry, right? Because they want to, they have a goal and they don't want to hinder that goal, right? And personally, I would want this company, if they, if the alleged, the alleged company, if they actually did um, have testing material, I would want them closed and all their certifications obtained through the company revoked. Again, not saying they did do this, just saying that the alleged company, if they did, um, I would want the company closed and I would want all certifications obtained through the company revoked. Um, and, and honestly, maybe over time we will see this to happen if this is the case, um, right? So that that's the short-term feelings of the CCD candidate in my mind, right? So we talk about a ball of emotions and then we talk about, hey, why, why aren't we giving any information? Why have we, we don't have any idea. Of what's going on here um, and now we're kind of left in, in, um, in shambles and we're left alone by ourselves so that's my view and I hope that helps a few people out there so now that was the short term now what about the long term right what should be the long-term feelings for the CCD candidate and I'm very hopeful that the majority of the CCD candidates affected by this cancellation will understand the long-term gains here I personally want to be an expert in everything I do in life, right? We talked about honor, courage, and commitment, my commitment to be the best I can be at everything I do. So that's me. And I hope that's a lot of you too. Um, Now, if people in the community are obtaining an expert level certification in any form, but are not themselves an expert, and they are obtaining the certification in any other way, but an honorable way, then they themselves are lowering the value of the certification, And this is kind of important here is that maintaining the integrity of a certification and the integrity of oneself is the top priority. So I hope that makes sense. So that's the first kind of bullet for a long-term feeling. We have to maintain the integrity of the certification, and we really need to maintain the integrity of ourselves. Um, Those are the top two priorities when we're talking about these certifications and the possibility of um, exam dumps being out there and not being out there. Now, a follow on to that, being an expert needs to mean something. It shouldn't just be status quo for the mass populace. The journey towards a goal, any goal for that matter, is more important than the goal itself. Um, I- I've presented on this a number of times already since um, becoming uh, CCD certi- uh, certified um, last year. And, and the journey means more, means this. Um, What's the wording? Uh, so the journey to becoming a Cisco certified design expert means almost, m- if not more, than the actual Cisco certified design expert certification does to me, because the journey is really what changed things with me personally. So throughout the journey, there are going to be changes that will help you towards that goal, right? They're gonna be mentality changes. They're gonna be how you think about things. They're gonna be, hey, I always thought this protocol worked this way. Look at me. I figured it, it actually works this way. You know, there's going to be assumptions that you, you may have taken for granted. You're going to have these huge changes and small changes throughout that process. And, and really the journey is more important in most aspects than the actual end goal that you have. So this cancellation, in my opinion, is really just a speed bump in your overall journey towards achieving the CCDE certification. So if you think of it from the grand picture and the timing, yes, the May 11th exam is um, canceled, right? And, you know, the next exam you can take is August 29th. But in the grand scheme of things, you cancel, you reschedule it, you, you take a few weeks off, you get back on the horse, you get back on the wagon, and you just keep studying. You know, you don't let this affect you negatively. You keep, you keep it in your mind that, you know, Cisco is trying to do something here. They're trying to keep the integrity of the exam. Um, and I think that is one of the most important things. So as long as you try to keep that in your mind, um, yes, it was a short notice, yes, it sucks that you, you know, you're working so hard and bam, you know, well, I can't take the exam now on May 11th, but it's out of your control. So if you think about this whole process in this perspective, you will eventually achieve your goal and will look back on this event like it was nothing in the grand scheme of your journey, right? Just a speed bump, not even a speed bump, um, just a bump in the road, okay? So that is the CCD candidate's perspective, both short-term and long-term. Now we're going to jump over to the Cisco's perspective, right? So and, and honestly, let's see what, if you can understand this. You know, hopefully, you guys got this, right? We talk about business decisions, sorry, business decisions and business requirements in regards to the CCD, right? So as we study, we we'll really hash out um, business requirements and making a business decision um, and that relay into technical requirements, right? Technical decisions. So the business really dictates how we do technology, or the applications um, dictate how we do technology, right? So. Again, we talk about business decisions and business requirements in regards to the CCDE. This decision is a great business decision for Cisco, hands down. So hopefully everyone can understand what I just said there. Hopefully it makes sense. Um, Let me just repeat it one more time, though. So again, we talk about business decisions and business requirements in regards to the CCDE. This decision is a great business decision for Cisco. When we put it all together, taking everything into perspective, this is all it is at its core. It's a business decision, right? Hope that all makes sense to you guys. Um, Cisco wouldn't make this decision decision lightly. As they said in their legal... um, a memo to everyone. You know, they don't they're not trying to make this decision lightly. And I personally personally I'm glad I didn't have to make this decision, right? I can only I can't even fathom the amount of discussions and meetings and maybe possibly political stuff within Cisco that had to take place for this decision to be agreed upon and made. My opinion is that Cisco isn't making any of this, these decisions in isolations or in a silo, but are fully vetting these decisions with the appropriate parties. And those impropri- appropriate parties are unknown to us. I mean, I would imagine that that's legal and key st- stakeholders in the CCD program as a whole, but they could be a number of um, appropriate parties. But I don't, I don't think Cisco is going to make this decision lightly, and I don't think they're going to make it in an isolation by themselves um, without fully vetting everything and understanding the ramifications long-term and short-term and long-term. So this decision by Cisco shows, in my opinion, that maintaining the integrity, the quality, and the credibility of the CCD program is the top priority. Or in CCD terminology, it's the top business requirement. See what I did there? None of us can disagree with that, in my opinion. It is not our place. Just with any business requirement in a normal CCD scenario, we cannot we cannot disagree with it or argue it. The CCD program is Cisco's to govern and protect as they see fit. We may not like this or, effect, or the effect it has had on us in whatever perspective we fit in. I mean, you could be uh, a CCD already and it's affecting you. You could be um, a candidate. Um, and it affected you. You could be a Cisco employee, it affected you. You could be the bootcamp, you know, the alleged bootcamp owner. Um, You could be uh, a student of the alleged bootcamp, right? So in whatever perspective this may affect you, um, we have no control over this, right? And Cisco, it's Cisco's job to control the exam and, and, and the integrity of the exam and make it their priority. And this shows, this this act alone shows how important um, the integrity and the quality and the credibility of this exam is to Cisco and the CC program as a whole. So like I just to reemphasize this again, we have no control over it because it's not ours to control. It's Cisco's to control. Alright? Now I have to give I have to give a huge kudos out to Cisco for making the decision. Because I can only imagine what they had to go we had to go into making this decision, right? It is not something that was done lightly. It is not something that um, is theoretically the norm, right? I, I haven't seen something like this, this drastic happen in a while. So it, it, it is a very big step, in my opinion, um, and a very big step in the right direction. <clears throat> in the lifetime of the CCD program, this cancellation is just going to be a speed bump, right? So I talked about um, in a CCDE candidate's perspective, it's just a speed bump, or not even a speed bump, just a bump in the road, right? It's a pothole in the road. Um, This is the same thing for the CCD certification, right? The CCDE certification and the CCD program are still relatively new. Um, They've been there uh, since 2007, it's 2017 now, so just about 10 years, maybe a little over. Um, and, And honestly, this is gonna be a speed bump, in the CCD program as a whole, um, and the certification as a whole, um, I do believe there's going to be a number of positive outcomes of this. Um, so let's think about that. I think this is going to be a huge wake-up call to the industry that Cisco is not going to stand by while something like this is happening, uh, or allegedly happening, right? Um, they're 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 making kind of a precedent here. They're they're saying, hey, you know, if this is happening, this is what we're going to do. Um, and I, I think it's great personally. So now longer term, I imagine they're gonna be better processes developed because of this. They're gonna be improved content written. Um, so better content written for the exams. And then honestly, a level of integrity of the certification that is unmatched in this community today. Um, and again, I, I keep harping that, that is by far the top priority is the integrity of the certification, right? Like I said before, I want to be an expert, everything I do. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. any of us that are going down the CCIE or the CCDE tracks. We want to be an expert in these fields. Well, I value being an expert with other experts and not people that aren't experts, right? So if I'm an expert and someone else that's not an expert has the same certification because they cheated or um, whatever else, however else they got there. um, I don't, that's not what I want. That's not what I personally want. I want um, a coveted, coveted coveted, expert level certification to be hard to get, um, integrity um, of the certification to be very high, and, um, and I want that to be controlled, right? I want that to be, um, I want some QA on that, quality assurance on that, to make sure that um, you know, we're not having a ton of people that shouldn't be passing an exam, passing the exam, um, if that makes sense. So the the, the level of integrity of the certification, I believe, is going to be a lot higher because of this moving forward. So that is um, Cisco's perspective, in, in my own words, right, at a high level. Now, um, for a little bit, we're going to go into what I would, the alleged boot camp company, right? So... I've debated what the perspective would be from the owners of the alleged bootcamp company. And frankly, I'm not really sure. I mean, I was thinking basing your business model on teaching your students actual exam content um, is possibly not a sound business model for a long-term business. Uh, Eventually you're going to be caught, right? I mean, if you're basing your content on exam content, um, eventually that's going to get out somehow. And then um, that model doesn't scale as well, so you're not going to have a long-term business. It's going to be a short-term business, um, at best, and then eventually you're going to get caught if you keep going. Not to mention the ramifications of doing something like this, that you know, doing something like this is going to have on your future career outside of your business. You know, we we in this industry of ours. Um, we tie ourselves to Cisco and other vendors like Juniper and VMware and Microsoft and so on and so forth. And these certifications mean something in this industry and means something to companies. And when um, when you're in a situation that, that we're all in right now where there's a, a possibility of a company that's giving um, exam information to students, um, it, it devalues the certifications, of course. But, it, I mean, from a business perspective, um, how are you going to keep going. Eventually your business model is gonna fall flat on, on its butt. I mean it's gonna just gonna go down. Um, and then on top of that, those those certifications that you have as the owner, and uh, majority of the time I'd imagine you have your own certifications on these vendor sides, Cisco Juniper, X vendor, whatever you want to call it. Um, and if you're if you're teaching other people exam content That would mean that your certifications are going to be taken away as well. So there's a lot of ramifications with doing something like this, and it's kind of shocking to me. So I wonder if thought ever crossed the minds of people that do these things um, that. There would ever, there would eventually be severe consequences, with the possibility of no longer having any certifications. I mean, I put Cisco certifications, but any certifications, right? I mean, maybe any other vendor certifications for that matter. Because if you know you're you're caught cheating or you're caught disseminating information once, what's stopping you from doing that again? You know, it. I'm sure the idea of a guaranteed amount of income is what drove a lot of, what drives a lot of people to do something like this um but conducting business this way has a shelf life and uh has lasting effects in your career and their career and our careers and students of the company's careers so you know i personally i hope the i hope, sincerely hope the money was worth it if this is the case I know I'm rambling on and on today, right? So the bootcamp company, we kind of discussed that at a high level, the perspectives um, of the owners, um, you know, maybe what their thoughts were, um, good, bad, ugly. Again, this is all alleged information, um, but just, Sitting back and thinking from each perspective is the key here, right? So, being the boot camp company, the owners, and really their thought process of of teaching material, uh, teaching students, um, and doing a business model this way, um, again, I believe is a short term business plan um, with lasting negative effects, um, both for the business and the personal the personal careers of the owners of the companies. Again, all alleged information, right? So, moving on to the boot camp student. OK, so from this perspective, part of me wants to feel remorse, actually, and empathy a little bit for the students of the of the boot camp company, um, because let's 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 give these people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it wasn't their fault. You know, maybe they were unaware that the content was being that was being taught to them was actual exam content in the exam. Um, they can, you know, they could also be uh, viewed as the victim here. And that, that's where, give them the benefit of the doubt. They could be viewed as the victim. Again, if the company is teaching um, their students exam content and the students go to it, the students might not know that it's exam content. Um, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Let's say they don't, right? So let's say they don't. With that said, I believe there is a black and white line. And when that line is crossed, your integrity, courage, and commitment, like I mentioned all my core values at the beginning, must be brought into question because while not knowing the material is test material when you're doing the boot camp, once you take the exam and realize that you were given exam content you should have had you should have you should have had the moral courage the moral integrity um the commitment to this to the cisco brand to report it right um that's my view and i know it's white and black there's really no gray area there um that's, that's my honest view is that once you go and sit there, you know, you are, you, you saw content before you got to the, to the exam. So, um, if that was the case, then you really need to, um, report it to Cisco, uh, accordingly. Um, now maybe some of the students did, but I would guess the majority, and this is my opinion, I would guess the majority of the students didn't being more focused on the fact that they passed the CCD practical exam. Um, you know, the least path of resistance. I think the majority of people will probably try to do the least path of resistance unless their core values guide them in, in a different way. So, and, and just to remind everyone, We all sign and agree to the certification guidelines and regulations each time we take a Cisco exam. Um, I will post a link to the Cisco certification agreements in the show notes of this episode. And once again, they can be found at zigbits.tech slash ccde-cancellation. So one follow-on item to the students of the boot camp. Now, the general student population, Awesome right? Um, Maybe they didn't know about it. Maybe they did. Maybe they reported it. Maybe they didn't. So there is one other subset of students that could have taken this exam, and I want to talk about them. Uh, Again, all hypothetical, assuming this boot camp um, was allegedly giving out material to these students, allegedly giving out um, exam content to their students. Um, Now, what if the case that these students were Cisco employees? And in my opinion, if you're a Cisco employee, um, you are supposed to be held at a very higher, at a higher level, in, in my opinion, than um, customers, than partners, um, you name it. A Cisco employee um, should be maintaining the Cisco brand every step of the way, right? They're owning the Cisco brand themselves as well. So um, again, same same thing. Let's assume they're a victim. Let's assume they go to you know this company that they didn't know is allegedly giving out exam content, um, and they go and take the boot camp. They learn all the stuff. They feel happy. They go take the exam, and during the exam they find out that it's um, that they had where they were given the exam content um, during the boot camp. I would think that that is a requirement again for the Cisco employee again to tell Cisco that hey. I was given the exam content, um, and I would be concerned not just as a Cisco employee, not just about lo- possibly losing certifications I have, but not losing my job at that point. Because now we're talking about, you know, hey, you violated a ton of things, a ton of the Cisco certification agreement, all the bullets in there about integrity and honors, uh, honesty, and being honorable, um, and commitment to the Cisco brand, but. You also work for Cisco. So, you know, are you the right fit for Cisco then if you're not gonna report something like that? Those are all things to think about as a, as a bootcamp student, right, in my opinion. So, now I've been talking a lot tonight, um, today, and we're gonna go into some additional my opinions here and um, then we're gonna kind of wrap it up. So, my opinion of the overall process here. I got a question, where has all of the honor the respect, the professionalism, the integrity, the courage, and the commitment gone in this community. At the top of the episode, I talked about honor, courage, and commitment, which seems to be lacking in a small pocket of this community. I am seeing a subset of this community that I love allowing themselves to act in ways that are just not honorable, respectful, or professional. How can we be okay with this Or ourselves I ask all of you to take a real good look at yourselves and ask the following are you an honest person are you an honorable person are you committed to this community I hope those questions resonate within you and and really make you think about some of this stuff for those that are cheating or have cheated in the past The public bashing and slander campaigns just need to end. Stop trying to pass the buck or the blame around. Let's just own the situation yourself. Just own it. Try to maintain some level of dignity during this process instead of trying to drag others in this industry down with you. Blaming others, it's just not professional, it's not honorable, and it's really a disgrace to the overall community. Let's not cheat ourselves, our peers, and this community. The journey to your goal is more important than the goal itself, be it a Cisco expert certification, a PhD, or losing weight. The way you achieve the goal is what really matters. This is where and when you will learn the most about yourself. I hope that resonates with you all. I hope that makes sense. Uh, CCD Bootcamp references. If you are listening to this episode and you desire to attend a a CCD Bootcamp, I let's call it a Zigbits approved CCD Bootcamp. If you want, I highly recommend the following two CCD Bootcamp courses and instructors. So we're gonna start in alphabetical order. Jeremy Philibin. So that's JeremyPhilibin.com. Um, Jeremy is a great guy. Um, I've interacted with Jeremy a lot. I've used his content in the past studying for the CCD, and his content is extremely well-written and extremely technical, very good content. Um, I definitely recommend him if you're looking for a a CCD boot camp courses or self-paced study, you name it. Um, The next person is Oron Ergen, and his site is oronergen.net. And I have to say the exact same thing about Oran. Um, Jeremy and Oron have been doing this for a while. I think Jeremy's been doing it a little longer. But they both have really, really great content um, specifically for the CCE, both boot camps and self-paced study uh, material. And they're both very great guys. Um, if you sign up for their content, they're going to try to help you every step of the way. Um, again, they want to help you in your journey to becoming a CCE. Um, sort of a Cisco certified design expert. Um, They're not gonna give you answers. They're not gonna cheat. They're gonna give you the ways Uh, the way to actually learn this stuff, the way you should learn it. And they're going to help you along your journey. So if you're looking for that, I highly recommend recommend both of these guys. I don't recommend one above the other. They're both great. So feel free to reach out to them. Um, I don't, and and just as a follow-on, I'm not getting anything for this. I just, I want you guys to know that these are um, ZigBit approved CCD bootcamp, CCD resources out there that you can utilize, okay? Um, These, these are both amazing instructors with extremely great content supporting their courses. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. I hope everyone has a great Friday. If you want to keep if you want to find out more information about the Zigbits Network Design podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at zigbits. You can also follow our site at zigbits.tech and if you would like to look at the show notes for this episode, it is at zigbits.tech/ccde-cancellation. Uh, I hope everyone has a great day and keep it nerdy.